Hey guys, welcome to a segment of the Grind Never Stops podcast. This is your host, DJ Joe. And again, uh, before I continue this episode, as I always do, I want to thank everyone who's been uh, there for me, who's been supporting my podcast from day one. So I want to shout everyone there first and keep subscribing. We're at 420 subs. Help us get to 500. Well, our goal is 1,000. And I appreciate all the comments, support I've been getting. And I also want to thank Steve, who has been our co-host and who is will be our co-host uh, as well, both of us. But if you're looking to join our podcast as a blog writer or, or you just want to help with the podcast and our social media, you can comment down below and your email and we'll be glad to keep in touch or we can talk on facebook or ig or even skype we'll be having more athletes uh, on the show Um, we hope in the next couple of months we'll bring a couple of athletes in basketball and in the cfl and we'll be glad to uh, show you what we've been working on but in this segment we will talk about the nba finals recap and the saga with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and all the drama uh, that is the NBA. But uh, I want to begin of saying congrats, congratulations for the Golden State Warriors for winning their title this season. And what did I tell you guys last season when Steph Curry, Steph Curry averaged thirty points a game without Clay Thompson, without most of the a year without Draymond Green and the year before when Curry dropped 30 without Clay, without Dre, and now you saw what he did in the finals. And I'm not a Golden State Warriors fan. I'm not that bandwagon. But you just gotta appreciate because the criticism that every single member of the Golden State Warriors um had and look what they did they went to the nba finals they beat the celtics and we'll talk about the celtics in just a moment but you have to congratulate steph curry you saw how emotional he was and draymond green draymond green was always criticized for being a shit talker being trash not able to shoot and look at him because draymond green doesn't need to shoot he will shoot if he need really, really needs to. But Golden State Warriors are filled with shooters. So Draymond Green doesn't need to shoot, doesn't need to go extend what he does. Draymond Green is there to be the leader, to, to talk shit, to gain people heads, and to play defense and pass the ball. Because the main playmaker is not Steph, is not Clay, is not pool is not looney it's draymond green and yes steph curry runs the point but it's draymond green that does all the work and i'm big fan of draymond green because his defense and he's not afraid to be in your face yeah he might not kick you in the nuts but he will be in your face for no reason even if he has nothing to back it up he will still talk shit and yes he's trash on the offensive end but he's just there to pass the ball, play defense, be the leader of this team, and run big screens. So you got to congratulate Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and we're not forgetting about Jordan Poole, a second-year player. 
well, third-year player, but he didn't play much in the last couple of seasons. But you got to congratulate Clay Thompson, who's been out literally three years and was criticized for being garbage, for wearing an ugly-ass headband, which I really think that he looks whack with that. He needs to get rid of that. But Clay Thompson did not have a magnificent season, like stats-wise, but he just did the correct things, played defense. And yes, most of these players, he was 2 for 15, 2 for 18. Like, But in big games against the Grizzlies, against the Dallas Mavericks, he had a couple great games against the Boston Celtics. But he made some huge threes. So you have to congratulate the Golden State Warriors who were criticized. And I'm not a fan of Warriors, but... When you're criticized that horrible because of injuries and you think Steph Curry's washed up, Draymond Green's garbage, Clay's not Clay that we used to be seeing, these boys, they don't give up. They don't care if you criticize about them. They will show up. And that's what they did. That's what the Golden State Warriors did, which brings to the Boston Celtics. Like, Jason Tatum is so overrated that he was a no-show. He was useless. You know when you're playing Call of Duty or League of Legends and you have that one teammate that's just there for no, just for show, just for the game to go on? And that's what Jason Tatum, what the hell was Jason Tatum doing on the floor in the finals? He was a no-show. And then, yes, everyone's going to say, oh, it's his first year in the finals. He's still young. You still got a young squad and smart Brown, Williams, Robert Williams the third, Derek Roy. But when LeBron James went to the finals and got swept in his first year, he was criticized. To this fucking day, to this day, LeBron James is criticized for being swept, being a no-show, averaging 19 against the Mavericks in the finals. So all of this, I don't think Jason Tatum deserves a pass because Jason Tatum is a star, but he's not a superstar. And for people who think Jason Tatum is a superstar, superstar, they need to get drug tested. They need to get tested for something wrong because they might have an illness if you think Jason Tatum is a superstar. Because superstars don't play like that he was a no-show in game six. I don't know what he was doing in game five. And yes, he had that huge game four, game three on the defensive end. But it's not how you start in the finals. It's how you finish. Because the Celtics started a huge comeback against the Warriors in Golden State for game one. But it's how you finish in game six. They started well. 13-2 lead, but ever since that, the Celtics couldn't do, get nothing to go. It was a blowout victory. And Jace, and Steph Curry was toying, was toying with the Boston Celtics. And I don't think Marcus Smart is a defensive player of the year. You can have a defensive player of the year and have Steph Curry averaging 35, uh, 35 points per game on 48% from the field. That's not defensive uh juggernaut things and i don't think jason tatum is actually a great defender 
I still think that they should put an award for flopper of the year, flopper of the finals, and that is Marcus Smart. But enough talk for the Warriors, but the Boston Celtics does not mean that Tatum flop. Brown couldn't get it done. They couldn't get the Golden State Warriors. This is not a setback for the Boston Celtics. They will return to the finals. They might not return to the finals next year. It depends on what goes on, but I still think the Celtics have have the team, have the chemistry to get back to the finals. But they just they just need Jason Tatum and JB to play 100% because you cannot fool around with Golden State. Because once you fool around, once you miss shots, you give Warriors the fast break, it is done. It's finito. It's done. You can't give the Golden State Warriors fast break opportunities and you can't turn over the ball against one of the best shooting teams of all time of Steph Curry and Clay, and now Jordan Poole joins the pool party, which is a splash party. So congratulations to the Golden State Warriors and congratulations for the Boston Celtics for a big, amazing season. And yes, it's how you finish because the Boston Celtics were 11th place at the beginning of the season and they ended the season of reaching the NBA Finals. So you want to congratulate the Boston Celtics for reaching the Finals because there's only two teams that go to the Finals every year and it's not that easy. But again, Warriors are NBA champs once again. But let's move on. So there's been a lot of rumors with the free agency and uh, all that. Um, But just people were asking me, so... Let's go to Brooklyn and give me your opinion on Brooklyn. So Brooklyn Nets, what a disaster the Brooklyn Nets were. The Brooklyn Nets are a disaster. And the reason that they're going for trades is because that franchise is about to go downhill and they need someone to uh, do anything. Because before I go on KD, before I go on Kyrie Irving, you have to look all the way down the lineup. Brooklyn Nets, KD and Kyrie wanted DeAndre Jordan. They got him. And everyone's hating on KD because they gave the days that Brooklyn Nets are saying, we gave everything to Kyrie, to Kyrie and KD, and we did what they wanted, and now they want to leave. Well, first of all, KD won DJ coming to play, right? He won DeAndre Jordan to play. But the guy never started. Jordan never played minutes. You didn't give him minutes because DeAndre Jordan is there to rebound, dunk, and play defense. And the Brooklyn Nets misused DeAndre Jordan. They, they misused LaMarcus Aldridge. Bruce Brown had a wonderful season, but you got to look at Blake Griffin. Like, he was... On the bench most of the season, had DMPs all season long, even in the playoffs. And once you're down 3 nothing, you decide to use Blake Griffin in game four, which Griffin is a great player. You saw how energized he was in game four at home. But Blake Griffin, they need to miss the use it more. And now, enough talk of these scrubs, but let's go to Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, 
and Ben Simmons. So Kyrie Irving, I don't understand Kyrie Irving. I love you, Kyrie Irving, but I don't understand what you're trying to accomplish. You were in Cleveland. You didn't want to be in bronze shadow. You're out. You're on your own team. You got your own team in Boston, and you flopped. You fucked up against the Bucks in the first round. In the first round, you fucked up. You lied to the Boston Celtics fans saying, I'm here for the future. You signed with Brooklyn. You miss a lot of games. You come back. You don't want to take the fucking vaccine because you're a little bitch. So now you came back. You're healthy. And you did not play well, Kyrie Irving. Yes, you play amazing game one. And you you gambled at the end of the game for Jason Tatum and Buzzer Beater. You played great in game two. In game three, you were a no-show. In game four, you were trash. I don't know what the hell you're doing. But Kyrie Irving needs to, and I love Kyrie Irving, and this is nothing personal towards Kyrie, but Kyrie Irving needs he needs to play better because you want your own team. You don't want to be in Jason Tatum's squad. You don't want to be in Bronze Shadow. You don't want to play with a great player in Kevin Love and all these guys. And then you come to Brooklyn and you your own fault again, the same reason that you were on the Celtics, the same reason you lost it because you were trash, you were ball hogging. This time you weren't ball hogging. This time you weren't just you weren't taking the right shots. You weren't getting anyone involved. You were just ISO, 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 and expect KD to cover your ass. But guess what? KD was getting bodied by the Celtic kids. He was getting bodied. You were doing fuck all. And then that team is abysmal. Then the Brooklyn Nets. To be honest, I never liked the Brooklyn Nets. But, like, I love Kyrie. I love KD as a player. But Kyrie Irving, you need to stop being a bitch. Take the fucking vaccine and just play the game the way it's supposed to be played. Not just that. Play the game that you are Hall of Fame for. You are the best for. But not for that garbage gameplay that you were playing in game three, game four. And let me remind you, Kai, you were playing against the baby Boston Celtic kids. Their average age is 24.7, and you're like almost 30 years old, and you can't even beat the Celtics? I told you, you will never win win her ring with LeBron James. And that's why your ass want to join LeBron, because LeBron... That's why you want to join LeBron, eh? Because you want to win a ring? Well, guess what? LeBron is welcome to bring you to Los Angeles. But you got to perform because if you don't perform, you will get traded. And, you know, no one likes you, Kyrie. I love you as a player, but outside of that, the flat earth thing that you think it is, the vaccine uh, thing that you want to take, just take the fucking vaccine, you little bitch. Like everyone thinks you're a little, you're a little Mickey Mouse that doesn't know what you're doing because I don't understand why you requested a trade to this day out of Cleveland. I don't know why you didn't resign with the Celtics. I have no idea what you're doing in Brooklyn, but you you just have to be out of there. And now let's go to KD. KD struggled, but KD 
the K, it's all of this thing started with the Kyrie, with the KD rumors. All things started number one, James Harden. You wanted to come to Brooklyn to play with the boys. You got injured. James Harden didn't like that. Kyrie didn't want to take that vaccine. Didn't play, play, didn't play, played, and then James Harden didn't want to play that with Kyrie. Harden's out. Kyrie and Katie flopped in the first round. Kyrie said he doesn't want to come back. He opted in, and now Katie requested a trade right after Kyrie uh, opted in. So, but let's talk about the trades that we've been hearing. So, do you think Kevin Durant is one gonna want to go play with the Miami Heat? Yes, because it's Miami. Yes, they have Jimmy Butler and Bam and. Kyle in here, but do you understand that the Brooklyn Nets are not going to just trade Kevin Durant, a top 10 all-time player, can average 37-7 in his sleep any day, any game, any month of the year, for Tyler Hero and all these scrubs? No, that's not going to happen. The Brooklyn Nets are only going to send Kevin Durant to Miami Heat if includes Bam Adebayo, Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, Max Struss, Max Strews, two first-round picks. They'll accept the trade right now. But Kevin Durant is not doesn't want to go to Miami if... If Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, and Bam Adebayo stays, he will be open to joining. But if not, there's no point. Now let's go to Phoenix. Who will the Suns give up for Kevin Durant? The only thing that the, that the Nets want, and that's what they actually said, this is not a this is not a room. The Suns that Brooklyn Nets said. We will not trade KD, Kevin Durant, to Phoenix if it doesn't include D-Books. If the Suns are willing to trade Devin Booker, Mikhail Bridges, a couple, three rounds for draft picks for Kevin Durant, and Joe Harrison, Seth Curry, they'll accept the trade right now. But the Phoenix Suns are not going to get rid of D-Books. They just signed him to a max contract. And well, this, the Nets are not that dumb to acquire. DeAndre Ain, who's a liability on the offensive end, doesn't have a jump shot. For Mikhail Bridges, can only play D and shoot threes and a bunch of draft picks. I don't think so. Which brings to a last team, which is the Toronto Raptors. And I feel that Toronto Raptors have the assets to trade for KD and the Raptors can still have all-stars on their team because if you, there's a lot of trades because I just gave you one or two trades per Phoenix and Miami, but the Raptors have a lot of options. They can trade Chris Boucher, OG Ananobi, Gary Trent Jr., uh, Purchase Achua, uh, Christian Coloco, uh, Justin Champagne, like they have a bunch of players. Malachi Flynn, who's his father, hated that he's not getting minutes. Like, that is young. And still have Scotty, Pascal, and Freddie. But I still feel that 
if the Raptors get rid of OG Ananobi, Gary Trent Jr., Cam Birch, and a couple draft picks, or with Precious Achua, they will do it. But I don't think the Raptors will give up Freddie Van Fleet. If they do give up Freddie, OG, couple first round draft picks, I don't think you would want to give up because OG and Anobi average 19 and 6, 18 and 6. Freddie averaged 19 and 19 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists. So I still think the Raptors are that dumb to trade these boys. And But the, the key thing that the Brooklyn Nets are inquiring about is Scotty Barnes. And I don't think the Raptors should give Scotty Barnes, but it's not about me. It's not about anybody. It's about Masai. Masai, take a gamble on loyal DeMar DeRozan, and he got rid of him for Kawhi, who was one of the best players in the league at that time. Now he's not because he's always injured. We'll see next year, but I still think the Raptors have been known to gamble, and I still think they will eventually either trade Scotty, uh, Scotty Barnes, with a Chew or a Boucher, Birch, and a three first round draft picks. They will do that. But I don't think that, like, I think OG is not here to stay. So I still think they need to get rid of, they need to focus on putting OG on the trades instead of Scotty because. Scotty is here to stay, but OG, with that rumor, he's not proud of his role. So I still think, still think that OG and Anobi will be in the lineup in the trades. Because, man, if you give up Gary Trent Jr., Cam Birch, Chris, uh, Cam Birch, uh, Prachis Achua, OG, so yeah, OG and Anobi, Cam Birch, Svima Kyluk, two first round draft picks, and purchase a Chua for KD. But if you want, if you do want another play, you need to give up. Because if you trade Freddie Van Fleet, if you have to give up one, because I don't think the Raptors are that dumb to trade OG and Fred Van, like their whole starting lineup for one guy who's 34 years of age. So I still think that KD to Toronto is likely, but. You never know. And look what they did to Ben Simmons. They took him over a Sixers, took over a year and a half to trade Simmons. And Simmons did not want to play. But I don't think KD is that kind of player. So even if he doesn't get traded, he will still show up to training camp and play the game uh, the way it's supposed to be played. But that's about it we have for this show. And we will talk about more Uh, free agency as the days come up but guys thanks for tuning in to a segment of the grind never stops podcast this is your host dj joe make sure to like down there subscribe share on facebook instagram and youtube and we're on anchor as well and send us a message on twitter if you'd like to come in on our episodes but guys this is your host dj joe signing out mamba out